What causes your chaos? We all have it, but we don't always know where it comes from. Hey, this is Gabe Kolstad with the Westside Community Church Midweek Motivation episode of our Westside podcast, and we're talking today about chaos. We had our message on Sunday from Summer at the Movies talking about Jurassic World Dominion and how these dinosaurs are you know, coming at us, and it provides all this chaos. We talked Sunday about finding peace in the chaos, and... You might have something in your life that feels totally out of control, but what's causing that is the question. It might be a a matter of loneliness, you know, where you feel like you're just never going to have the kind of relationships that you really crave in your life. It might be a matter of financial security, where you're wondering, when is it going to be that I have the amount of money in my bank account or in my control that allows me to kind of relax and sleep good at night. Uh, It might be a matter of uh, frustration and just wondering when can I actually, you know, calm down about the issues that are all swirling around me, whether it be work or whether it be relationships, you know, your place in the world, whatever it is, uh, what's causing your frustration? Maybe it is even your own personal behavior and you're wondering when you can get control of yourself. All these things uh, really contribute to our sense of uh, chaos, which is sort of counter to our sense of well-being. If you look at your own life, what would you rate on a scale of 1 to 10, your sense of well-being? And how does that relate with what's going on that you can't control? Well, we're going to take a look at that today in this episode, and I want you to think about the words of 1 John 4.14 in the New Testament. It says, greater is he who's in you than he who's in the world. And if you really pause to analyze those words, uh, the idea is that God has sent his Holy Spirit, his presence, into your life. If you're a follower of Christ, he's promised his Holy Spirit to you as a gift, guaranteeing that he is coming back for you. You know, you put your faith in Christ, in his atonement for you, in his substitution for you, in his gift of grace for you, that he died on the cross in your place and that he rose from the grave. And that's the whole message of Christianity, the idea that Jesus Christ is the Messiah, the one who's come as the Savior, and that he did that in your place. And the Bible says that if you believe in that, that God gives you his spirit His Holy Spirit that sometimes was in the old days called the Holy Ghost and is sort of mysterious, but the idea really is that his presence is with you, that his strength is with you, that greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world, that is the enemy, the devil, Satan. And we know that there's this evil force swirling around us that, um, you know, constantly is attacking us. Jesus said, the thief has come to steal, kill, and destroy. He said, but I've come that you might have life in all of its fullness. So there's a contrast in what the enemy wants for you and what the God of the universe wants for you, what Jesus wants for you. And so you have to ask the question, if you're dealing with chaos, what's the source of it? What causes your chaos? Where's it coming from? Um, you know, if you think about the dinosaurs of Jurassic World, you hear the roar, right? You hear that roar in your life of things that aren't going well. And in in the movie, as I watched it uh, a couple of weeks ago, the idea that I came across was, you know, there's this 
giant T-Rex or this gigantosaurus that has so much power to trample us, to destroy us, to eat us alive. But greater is he who's in you than he who's in the world. What's the source of your chaos? Where is it coming from? Uh, My wife and I, as we recently were on this giant trip around the world, we went to Amsterdam. And one of the places that we chose to visit on bicycle, by the way, on a rainy day in Amsterdam, (laughs) was this place called Tony's Choco Lonely. And it was this chocolate shop that's really kind of world famous now, but Tony's Chocolate Shop. This guy greeted us at the front door and he showed us all around. And there were a thousand chocolate bars in a case that had this little lever behind it. And if you pulled the lever, it would eject one of them toward you. You could choose your flavor and all those things. They had these big samples throughout the store and their samples were the biggest I've ever seen. They were these big, like huge samples of whatever flavor you wanted to taste. The guy told the story of Tony and his beginnings in this chocolate business. And what Tony started was really um, an you know, kind of a less than golden way of making money. He was using child labor in third world countries to pick the chocolate beans, the the cacao beans, and to harvest the product. And, you know, it it was sort of the way of making money that he could afford to have cheap labor, but he was overlooking the fact that he was doing the world a disservice by having, you know, kids exploited to make this product. And at some point in time, he realized this was wrong. And so this dinosaur of shame came to him and he had to decide, am I going to continue this route? Actually, there was a lawsuit involved in all these things. He decided that he was going to come clean. He was going to admit that he had actually used child labor in the product that he had been created. And he wanted to go back and do it right. And so he challenged all his competitors to stand up and do the right thing. And it turns out he was the only one, even among American companies, that would stand up and say, we won't use child labor to harvest the cacao to make our chocolate products. And so he called it Tony's Choco Lonely because he was the only one standing up for fair trade. And Over time, he's done very well, and the business has surpassed $100 million in annual revenue and all these things. But the cool thing about that story is that Tony realized something needed to change in his life, in his business, and he decided to make it right. And that, I think, is how often you and me need to come to grips with what is causing your chaos. You know, you kind of have to ask the question, what is not in line? with what God created me to do or to be. If God created you to be like Jesus in character, now whether you've already acknowledged his grace or not, maybe you're a person who's exploring faith and you wouldn't call yourself a Christian yet, but the reality is you have to acknowledge that God's been like tapping on your heart all of your life. You've sensed this deeper call, this greater purpose, this higher calling to your life. And if that's true, then maybe you should listen to some of those nudges that you're feeling inside to go, wow, what if my life has more meaning and there's this deeper purpose to to my life and to my work? And so I want to encourage you that purpose sometimes comes out of pain. When you realize there's a disconnect and maybe you've gone the wrong way and there's some consequences for it or at least some shame, 
you could pause and say purpose comes out of pain and that God is trying to get your attention through that. So the question you could be asking this week to ask yourself the question, where's my chaos coming from, is what might be off course in my life? What might be off course in my life? And how could that be causing me some of the pain that I'm experiencing, some of the chaos that I'm experiencing in my life? Remember in Matthew chapter 5, verse 9, Jesus himself said, blessed are the peacemakers, the people who extend the peace or the shalom of God. The word shalom in the Bible means putting it back like it should have been in the first place. So if you think about Tony's Chaka Lonely and how those kids that he was exploiting should have been paid well in the first place. They should have been honored in the first place. Perhaps some of them shouldn't have even been working in the first place. It should have been their parents. You know, there should have been equitable trade, human dignity in the first place. That's how God created us. And so when you look at your own life, like what is off kilter? What is out of shape? What's kind of not in line with how God created you? What feels off to you that might be causing your chaos? It could be something in your marriage. It could be something in your relationship with your parents. It could be something in your career. It could be something in your finances. Something feels off. You're not connected to your divine purpose, that higher calling that, that moves past all the greed and all the isolation that this world offers us and instead pulls you toward that divine calling, that place where Jesus says, be like me in character. I want to lead you. And so today, I hope you'll ask that question, is there anything that feels off Is there anything that feels like it's leading me down the wrong path? And could you ask God to help you in that one area? Hey, this has been the Midweek Motivation episode of the Westside Podcast. I hope that you have been encouraged by just these few words on, you know, purpose and your your place in life and what might be causing you chaos. The good news is God can come in. He's the God of peace. He can offer you peace. And I hope you'll let him do that. I want to ask you to do me two favors this week. And that would be, number one, to subscribe to this podcast and share it with somebody else. And secondly, to pop into a Westside service, maybe sometime. Even this weekend, you can find out more at westsidecommunitychurch.com. And we're always ready to share things that matter in your daily life. So I hope you'll join us this weekend.